0: Listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 The Prince of Darkness is in the house. Never heard of Jonas Knox? The story is Jonas Knox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chief. This will be good. Like I said, Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. What's going on here? And now, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, here's Jonas Knox.
1: You're really going through with this, huh, Chief? Oh.
2: So it's the best television show going in the NFL right now. In fact, I don't even know if it's a television show. I think it encompasses all of media. We will get to the very latest coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. It is Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever the hell you are making this a part of your Saturday morning. We appreciate you doing so and we are going to take you all the way up until noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. Shenanigans, a little bit of grab ass, the usuals here as we get you started here on your weekend uh, around the country and listening uh, in other parts of the world on the iHeartRadio app also. So uh, let Let's, uh, let, let's get into the, uh, the very latest on the story that continues on and continues on. And let me just go ahead and put the focus on you. I think there's a real problem in today's culture. Nobody appreciates episodic television anymore. They just don't. Because of binge-watching. Everybody needs an answer right away. I got to see the finale right away. I can't just wait every single week to... No, no. Nobody wants that anymore. Everything has got to be binge-watched. There's no patience. Nobody wants to wait around for the result. They just want to cut right to the end. Let's just fast-forward through all this stuff and let's cut right to the end. Like, you're watching a television show back in the day. If it was on on a particular night, you would have to wait an entire week to see what was going to happen next. And God forbid these sick, twisted you-know-whats who wrote the television show would leave you with a to-be-continued dot, dot, dot. And you'd have to wait an entire week to get the solution. What happened? How did it finish out? Uh, uh, What happened next? That's how it was back in the day. That's That's how television was done. And there was an art to that. And it taught you patience and it taught you not to be greedy. And then all of a sudden streaming came out and Netflix came out and it changed the game. Everybody could get their answer right away. Oh, hold on a second. So you mean a new show just came out and I don't got to wait a week to find out what happened next. I can blow through the entire series in seven, eight hours, depending on whether or not I have a job. (laughs) Sign me up. Like Nobody's got the ability to be patient anymore. Trust me. I'm not pointing fingers making it seem like I haven't done that or don't do that myself. Alright? I binged watched Game of Thrones because I wanted to see what everybody was talking about. It was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Now... I had to keep looking up what reference they were referring to because uh, and and making mention of during certain episodes because I had no idea because I, it was it was information overload that I couldn't keep track. I did the same thing with Breaking Bad. Now, by the time that show was over with, I was depressed, and I don't know if it was a combination. I don't know if it was the the Red Mountains of New Mexico or just the fact that everybody was a drug addict not quite sure maybe it was that music maybe it was a combination of the uh, of the two people you know uh uh, doing heroin uh crystal meth and all the other works uh, living in a trailer cooking it making it from scratch and then the red mountains in the background i have no idea point being we've all been there and we probably still do it and there's part of us that probably prefer it but deep down you know you miss the days When you'd have to wait, you'd have to really work for the answer. You'd have to really work to find out and wait and be patient to find out what was going to happen next. So what's the rush with everybody who covers the NFL and the media that we have to know what Aaron Rodgers is doing now? Can we just speed this up? Can Aaron Rodgers just hurry? I I, I got things to watch. What do you got to watch? Some old lineman from Duluth? Uh, uh, play uh, uh, you know, uh, a frisbee on a track in, in Indianapolis at the Combine that you've never heard of? Like that's what you got going on? W- w- what do you need to watch? You need to cover the Lakers? Let me go ahead and sum up the Lakers for you through the early portion of this season as we approach the playoffs. They stink, okay? They're a bad basketball team. Uh, what else do you need? College football playoff expansion, not happening for a couple of years. Just relax. You're going to get your answer soon enough. Stop trying to binge watch the Aaron Rodgers story. Appreciate it for what it is. It's episodic television. You get a little dose here, and then you have to wait a little while, and you get a little dose here. And then we'll, we'll come out with a new, new episode here. Just take it for what it is. Appreciate it. That's how it was done back in the day. The latest from Ian Rappaport of NFL Network is that Aaron Rodgers is truly torn on where to play next year. Now, I am more convinced now than ever before, he's not going anywhere. All right, I've said it on this show before. I said it last week. He's not going anywhere. If he already hinted at the fact that when he makes his announcement, it was going to be on the Pat McAfee show. Why would he build it all the way up to this crescendo? Only to pull a decision part two like LeBron did and piss off an entire fan base. Why would he do that? It doesn't make any sense. Like he's always been complimentary to Packers fans. He loves Green Bay. Loves it. They've been the least of the problem. He loves the fan base, he loves the culture, he loves everything about it. So why would he build it all the way up to this only to kick him in the balls on YouTube and embarrass the organization and their fan base? I don't think it happens. So I do think he's going back to Green Bay, and I'm more convinced now more so than ever. And so then the question becomes, well, why is he waiting I mean, uh, 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 if he already knows the answer, which I believe that he does, I think he knows he wants to go back to Green Bay. So why is he waiting? Because he wants attention. Okay, let's play that game. Because Aaron Rodgers really needs our attention. You know, he, he doesn't get enough of it. So Aaron Rodgers really needs our attention. I mean, you know, back-to-back MVP, first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the great quarterbacks in the history of the game, one of the great quarterback talents. In fact, you talk to some people, they'll tell you, never been a more talented quarterback in the history of the NFL. But he needs our attention on sports talk radio. <laughs> like, come on, man. I, seriously, I've said this for the longest time here at FSR. The reason why I don't have an ego is because I understand my place in life. And I understand my place in what we do. In the backyard of life, sports talk radio, we are buried in the corner. We're the pile in the corner that the neighbors threw over the fence because their dog got after it. And they didn't have a, you know an extra a Ziploc bag to throw it away. So they said, you know what, we'll throw it over the fence. Aaron Rodgers doesn't need our attention, all right? He doesn't need your attention. He's fine. He gets plenty of attention. But if we wanted to play that game and we wanted to say, well, you know, maybe this is Aaron Rodgers trying to toy with the media, why wouldn't you? Screw you. Why wouldn't I? If I already know the answer and I got to make you sweat a little bit because you're greedy and you need all the answers right now, why wouldn't I play with this a little bit? I don't blame him. The coverage he's gotten over the past several months, I don't blame him. Why not play the long game? I mean, if we're all so fixated on Aaron Rodgers and where he's going to go next, and this is coming months after the fact he got buried because people said he quote-unquote lied about his vaccination status, which, by the way, we deal with in truce on this show. He didn't lie. He just outsmarted you. Those are truths. Never said he wasn't vaccinated, said he was immunized. You didn't do your job and follow up with the question, which is, what does that mean? Are you vaccinated? Nobody did their job. Two second question. Nobody asked. So why do you have to tell? So if this is his game and this is what he wants to do and he wants to play with this whole, uh, hey, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to take my time. Maybe quietly he's told the Green Bay Packers, make some moves, do what you got to do, don't worry, I'll probably be back, but let me play this how I want to play it. I'll make the announcement the way I want to make the announcement, I don't want any leaks, I don't want any of that crap, but while we're waiting, let me toy with the media a little bit. All right, Since everybody thinks Rodgers needs attention, let's say he does. I'd love nothing more than to find out this is a giant screw you from him to all of us based on the coverage he's gotten over the past several months. But why do you have to know now? We got a couple of weeks. I get it. You know, free agency starts in what? Less than two weeks? We're fine. We got a couple. There's things going on. All right. I mean, every time a report comes out, treat it like a new episode. The season finale is coming up in a couple weeks. Relax. Everything's going to be fine. Stop getting so greedy. Stop getting so uptight. And it's funny for a lot of people who claim they've got fatigue about the Aaron Rodgers story. Keep receipts because when he does make his decision, I want all of those same people, those blowhards and gas bags and sports media to not lead with that story that day when he does make his decision. Since you don't care and you're tired of it and you're tired of the story and tired of the act all right, and you've got fatigue, don't lead with that. See how that plays out. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Want to let you know we are brought to you by Indeed Hiring Heating Up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed whose resumes match your job description. Visit slash credit. Uh, We're going to take you all the way up until noon Eastern time. 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, We've got the usuals. We've got another edition of Do You Care? The the same crew is here. We got Ilo. We got Iowa Sam. We got Ryan Bershinger. We're going to have some fun over the next couple hours here on FSR. Coming up next, though, there is maybe, maybe the strangest relationship in the NFL. It's weird. It's bizarre. And I don't think it's going to end well. We'll get into that for you right here Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Coming up in uh, a little over 10 minutes from now, apparently we've identified the problem for one franchise. They've identified the real issue with their team and their shortcomings from the previous season. We will get into that here. Because if you listen to this show, I tried to tell you this is how this was going to go. Try to tell you. And and don't get it mistaken. I'm not one of these people who likes to come out and say, I told you so. I got this right and that right. Majority of the time, I get them wrong. Especially gambling. I am awful, except for NFL picks this year uh, in Knox Locks. I was pretty good. But majority when it comes to gambling, I am atrocious, absolutely atrocious. And I made my first uh, bet on college basketball last Saturday night on the St. Mary's uh, Gonzaga game. Let me just go ahead and bend on that a little bit here. All right. We we are going to get to this relationship in the NFL. I promise uh, that uh, that is very strange. Gonzaga. St. Mary's college basketball. I live bet. Gonzaga plus eight and a half. Heavy favorite going into the game rivalry game. They were down like 16, 17 points uh, for a lot of that game. I bet him plus eight and a half in that game. The time the clock is running out. Gonzaga's down eight. So I'm sitting pretty. I got a half point. I'm, I'm, I am good. Chet Holmgren that wind puppet for Gonzaga, who's like seven feet tall, weighs a buck 18. Fouls. When Mark Few tells him, no more fouls. Let it go. No more fouls. St. Mary's goes to the line, buries two free throws, I lose my bet. Mark Few was so pissed at Holmgren, who's a really good player, by the way, that he set him on the bench. Said, you're, you're coming out. Was furious. And think to myself, hey, Coach, you think you're pissed? I had $15 on this game, right? $15. The take back was like 13 and change. I got screwed. First college basketball bet I made all year, which only sets up... A fun NCAA tournament for most of you, not for me, because I'm going to lose my ass. I promise you. I'm calling my shot right now. I'm going to lose it. So uh, so we will get to uh, that story uh, also in the world of sports that I did actually get correct, uh, unlike that uh, awful bet I made last week. All right. So let's have this conversation. Uh, there is a um, the Russell Wilson Pete Carroll dynamic. It's a little strange. All right. L- little odd, especially when you consider all the stuff that came out last year. Russell Wilson, uh, you know, uh, throwing out uh, his his agent reporting that there were four teams they'd be willing to accept a trade to Las Vegas, New Orleans, Chicago, and then, you know, one other team. Uh, you know, who, who knows? Uh, who, who cares who the other team was? It didn't happen. I think I think Dallas might have been the other team. Uh, those are the four teams Russell Wilson would be willing to accept a trade to. And then, of course, Russell Wilson came out after the fact and said, No, 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 none of that is true. I never I, that that is not true. That that never came from me okay so your agent works rogue now so your agent leaks reports on the record to the media without your permission he should be fired that's why Russell Wilson was lying of course it came from him if your agent is going rogue and making your life difficult when you didn't ask him to you fire him (laughs) I I don't that's it. It's over. So all of that came out, and then the reports started to circulate that there were issues between him and Pete Carroll, that Russell Wilson wanted to be more involved and have more say in play calling. All of this stuff was out. Now, Pete Carroll and, and Russell Wilson made buddy-buddy at you know, training camp and tried to make it, but it just has felt weird ever since. And then this year pops up and this, you know, uh, a combine week pops up and you got Russell Wilson saying, oh, you know, I'm you know, I I hear all the rumors about the East Coast. But, you know, the West Coast is better for me right now. And Pete Carroll's like, oh, well, we have we have no intentions of trading Russell Wilson. There's nothing to see here. And then a report comes out that, uh, you know, for me and Rappaport, that the Washington Commanders, by the way, it's going to take some time to get used to that uh, the Commanders made a heavy push at trying to trade for Russell Wilson. An aggressive offer, multiple first-round picks, and it went nowhere. And so the thought is, well, they must really want to keep Russell Wilson. I mean, they must really want to keep Russell Wilson. And I do think that, you know, if, if you were asking me, Where's Russell Wilson going to play next year? Just by default, I would tell you Seattle, but I really believe there's a decent chance he's going to be elsewhere. And just because the deal didn't get done now, and just because Seattle pushed back now on a potential trade for Russell Wilson, doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Because if you're Seattle, and Aaron Rodgers ends up going back to Green Bay, and Deshaun Watson... (laughs) We'll have more on that later. Uh, Deshaun Watson, if the uh, rumors out there are true that there's more to this story and he could be in some trouble, then all of a sudden that leaves one guy on the block, and it's Russell Wilson. And I don't want to hear anything about, well, that would be after the draft, and they've already, no, 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 not this draft class. There's no threat in this year's draft class for a team to be like, you know what? We don't need Russell Wilson. We got this guy. There's nobody in this draft class. It, it it's not it's it's why teams were aggressive last year because they realize, hey, if you want to get a quarterback, now's the draft to do it in next year's not that these guys aren't going to turn out to be good players, but it's not viewed as a strong quarterback draft class, not like it has been in years prior so you 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 start to see all the so if you're Seattle, why not wait and see Aaron rodgers goes back to Green Bay. Deshaun Watson is still in trouble. All of a sudden, you've got the premier quarterback on the market with no other competition. Why wouldn't you wait? So when you see the report come out that, well, you know, they, they no, we're not trading Russell Will. Dude, that that's of course they're gonna say that. Wait this thing out. Wait as long as you can. Let everybody else fall to the side and wait as long as you can. It's just this this idea. That everything that happened previously, but now we're all good here. All the stuff in the it's just an odd relation. It's weird. And you I, I sit there and I watch those those two interact and I watch them talk and I hear the stuff in the media and I go, anybody else like think this is a little off? It just look like I can swear to God, true story. I can remember this years ago. I mean, we're talking. 15 years or something crazy amount of time ago i can remember being on a lake trip all right being on a boat and meeting a couple for the first time sitting there on the boat and kind of seeing how you know they interact and something just felt a little odd to me and because you're out on the water you can't really talk to anybody because when you start to pick up speed after you get past a certain point where it's safe where where there's not you know you're not endangering anybody nobody can hear each other talk so you just kind of sit there and you look around you look at the nice uh views the ocean uh, or the lake rather you look at all the stuff the things around you and then you just sort of uh you know you maybe you people watch a little bit and i remember watching these two interact and just thinking to myself that didn't seem right something seemed a little off there almost like the end was near Fast forward after the weekend, I asked somebody who was also on that trip, and I said, hey, what happened to so-and-so? It turns out when they got to wherever we were going, they started drinking at the bar. That woman ended up hopping on somebody else's boat and taking off for the weekend and staying with them. Never talk to that guy again. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Guy literally showed up there with somebody and went home alone. And all she did was go, all right, I like that boat better. See ya. That was it. And less than an hour and a half after I had this feeling there was an odd relationship going on. There was just an odd dynamic there. Gone. Up and vanished like a fart in the wind. (laughs) That was it. So I watched Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson interact and I go... I just don't buy it. There's, there's something that doesn't add up here. So it is a betting favorite that Russell Wilson most likely goes back to Seattle. But I'm telling you, if Rodgers ends up staying put in Green Bay and Deshaun Watson still has all the other crap that he's going through, I, I think there's a real good shot Russell Wilson still gets dealt because I don't believe that those guys are over what happened a year ago or a year plus ago and all the stuff that came out last year i don't think seattle has forgotten they had conversations a year ago they had discussions with team teams and then you've got your quarterback through his agent who leaked four other teams that they'd be willing to entertain and go to? I think there's a real chance Russell Wilson still gets dealt, despite them turning down the "quote unquote" aggressive offer from the Washington Commanders. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, uh, and we will uh, take you again all the way up until 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern time. Coming up next, though, we do have a fall guy identified in the world of sports. We'll tell you who that is right here on FSR. But for all the ladies- from around the world of sports. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sports Talk Radio Royalty. This is a man who has cracked the mic for several years here at Fox Sports Radio. Sometimes literally, by the way. You hear... Shh, 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 shh. Don't shush you're gonna, me. You're, you're going to ruin the introduction? Shut right, up. That's it. It's gone. Isaac
1: Longcron. Done. No more introduction. It's over. See, I have to explain, ladies and gentlemen, pe- to the people out there. There, There is inherent... Uh, stop the music for a second. Stop the music for a second. All right. There's inherent tension here because of what Jonas did to the anchor staff yesterday. Uh, what I do? Jonas. What do you mean, what do you do? Were, were you copied on any of the emails? Oh, no. I did it. I see... Did I Jonas, miss something? No, you... Did. All right. Okay. Yesterday, on... Uh, Two pros and a cup of Joe. Come on, Isaac. The name name rolls off the tongue. Come on. So you made a remark that said, you were talking about the combine, and you said if there was a bench pressing contest among the anchor staff here at Fox Sports Radio, the winner would be Eddie Garcia. Yeah. You have no idea the sort of firestorm that you started with that remark amongst the anchor staff. Now, I didn't have a problem with it. Because it's just, I don't get bent bent out of shape over it. But a a couple of people on the staff were furious about it, and it kind of devolved, and um, it kind of spiraled, and there's just a lot of tension that you caused. Okay, well, in in fairness, had it been
2: you or David Gascon or Dan Byer that was doing updates at the time, I would have said the
1: same thing. Because you're a good guy and a loyal guy. And a kiss-ass.
2: Yeah. Like, like I like to butter up those around me because it makes me feel good. and also it, it, it lets it leads them to believe no. that no matter what, I'm a loyal co-worker.
1: No, here's the thing though I, I've, I've known you a long time. You are actually genuinely a good guy and I hate to expose it because you come Please across don't you, say you, that. Uh, uh, you are genuinely that? one of the bad <laughs> deleted from the podcast. You'll never guess by the way, who is the most angry at you for your remark yesterday, that Eddie Garcia would win the bench press contest. Oh, pr- probably Dave Gascon. No. I mean, why would you well, think well, he's Gascon? He's a sweetheart.
2: Okay, well, but, but I did preface it by saying, if Dave was on the gas, no pun intended... No, it was uh, flaxseed oil. Uh, okay. If he was on the uh, the stuff they found in Mark McGuire's locker, then Dave, run away. Runs away with the, the
1: bench press contest. Surprisingly, he was not the one... Would you believe Steve DeSager took it the most okay. personally? Because... You don't. He is pound for pound the strongest of the anchors at Fox Sports Radio. You didn't know that, did you? Well, I, I see that does make some sense
2: upon further review. Uh, and also, um, you know, I, thankfully Ralph Irvin wasn't listening to it because if I, as I've said before, he's the most violent man in sports talk radio. <laughs> So, uh, so, that is, uh, and, and we do have evidence uh, of uh, that uh, in certain uh, interactions with other uh, hosts and uh, producers uh, here at the network. So, again, he's a little bit of a, a firecracker, yes. that Ralph Urban. So I ironically, was assuming he would be the most
1: pissed. And ironically, the most dapperly dressed, too, at the same time. Th- that, th- that, th-
2: that, that is I don't know cool. just I'll wanted to get like that out, out of the
1: way. I'm sorry for disrupting the flattering that, intro. but sorry. I just can, want can to bring I, that up. Right, can I yes. redo
2: the flattering intro? Hey, it's your show. Go all ahead. Right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this man is Sports Talk Radio royalty. If there was a bench press competition here at Fox Sports Radio amongst update anchors, Isaac Lohenkron would run away with the competition. Isaac he doesn't need illegal substances. He is the voice from heaven. The man who calls basketball, football, gives you scores, reads names. He's eloquent. He talks to himself to prepare for shows. And if he does happen to show up right before an update... He can read the scores <laughs> off his phone, and you'll never know that he's out of breath. He's Isaac Longprong.
1: As you know from personal experience, <laughs> park, parked in traffic at 3.30 in the morning. That's great. Oh, you're the best, Jonas. He had Rappaport board of NFL Media reports that Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is truly torn on where he wants to play in 2022, and that he is going back and forth on what he wants boy, I'm totally surprised by that news. Adam Schefter and Seth Wickersham reported that the San Francisco 49ers are hiring Monday Night Football analyst Brian Greasy as their new quarterbacks coach. Quite a night Friday in the NBA, the Suns Cam Johnson banked in the game-winning three at the buzzer to give Phoenix a 115-114 win over the Knicks. Johnson finishing with 38 points and nine three-pointers. Break up the Philadelphia 76ers now on a five-game winning streak after a 125-119 triumph over the Cleveland and Cavaliers. Tyrese Maxey scored 33, hit five three-pointers. James Harden, 25 points and 11 assists. And DeMarcus Cousins dropped 31 as Denver beat Houston 116-101. And I'm surprised that this has not gone truly viral yet, but in Minnesota's 138-101 victory at Oklahoma City last night, Jonas, there was a play where one of the Timberwolves stole the ball and had an uncontested fast break breakaway layup. The problem was, you know the guys that mopped the sweat off the floor oh, at the I other end? Oh, they man. were on the court. Both of them had their backs to the action. The Minnesota player crashed into one of the guys, missed a layup. Another guy got the offensive rebound and missed that. Here's how it sounded on the Timberwolves telecast.
0: And Nas is such a good roller, too. Is J-Mac is so good. The ball was oh, That's a technical foul. How is there no whistle? That
1: has to be a whistle. That's unbelievable. Again, no harm, no foul, because the Timberwolves went on to win the game by 37. But, Jonas, you know since you saw the video, the most hilarious thing about that video was if you and I or most other humans were one of the guys mopping the sweat off the floor in that situation and had our backs turned and a player crashed into us, instantly we would run like the wind off the floor, pick up our, our mop, and sprint off the floor at top speed. Both of these guys, they still kept their heads down, their mops off the floor with blank expressions on their face, and they were in no hurry at all to get off the floor. What what was your analysis? I just, first of all,
2: I feel terrible for the guys because that's embarrassing. They're just out there; they're trying to work. Uh, You know, they think, okay, you know, uh, ball's headed the other way. Now's the time where we can mop up here because what they're doing, they're trying to keep the players safe. They don't want to see them slip and fall. They want to, they want to clean up the floor. It's a mess. That way, it's it's a clear surface and everybody's all good. And then to see the turnover and the guys head back the other way, it was almost like they were frozen and, oh, they, didn't, okay. they, and they didn't know what to do. They, so, like they had their brooms are so like, well, we've never encountered this before. And then they be, I just, I hope they don't get fired. I hope they don't get in trouble. And I hope there's not an overreaction to it. It was a, it, an honest mistake, but you know. Embarrassing so you said time.
1: they just froze up instead of being indifferent because remember it it was the visiting team's basket that they presented so uh, prevented so maybe they're promoted to, to play a little defense for them. I mean, I I, I wonder what the
2: gambling implications were.
1: Oh instead. no! Look at you. Oh, no,
2: because we this is a this is a real part of the conversation yep. now for yep. people that don't want to acknowledge it. Uh, was there? I mean, with live betting, uh, there's also you know bet on the next result. There's actually bets you can do in game where you can bet on the next result and a long shot at that point probably was a turnover and a score the other way and if you are somebody who bet on that to get paid significant amount of a significant amount of money only to
1: have it ruined by the
2: guys sweeping the floor oh, who shouldn't have been there.
1: That's a re- that is a really that that is a brilliant point, my friend, I gotta admit. You know how <laughs> loath I am uh, to compliment anybody not named Isaac Longcron. the best. That is a good point, uh, Mr. Bench Press Champ. By the how way, speaking that? of that, before I toss it back to you, we have breaking news. You and I just received a threatening tweet from Ralph Irvin. <laughs> Check your mentions. Gotta
2: go. Oh God, I don't want to, I just, uh, I don't want to deal with Ralph. I'm very angry, Ralph. I mean, Mike Leach, actually, uh, he was uh, appearing on Fox Sports Radio a couple of years ago, um, and he had this to say about the problem in working with Ralph Irvin.
0: I don't know if Ralphie will let you pet him. Yeah.
2: Which is true. Nobody <laughs> knows the answer. All right. Uh Jonas Talks, Fox Sports Radio.
0: Don't touch!
2: unbelievable Uh, all right uh, we're gonna have another edition of do you care coming up here uh, next on FSR at about uh, well less than 10 minutes from now here Fox Sports Radio I do want to get this in quickly because we did tease it Uh, we are all about uh, you know paying off the tease here this is called proper formatics Um, the uh, the Dallas Cowboys have identified their fall guy reports say they are going to uh, most likely they're going to try and trade but most likely release uh, Amari Cooper the wide receiver Uh, I told you weeks ago somebody was going to have to go. They're not going to just roll this thing back. They hinted around potentially a coaching change. They hinted around some other things. Maybe Dan Quinn's the coach of the future. Maybe it's this. Maybe Amari Cooper made the most sense. All right, They've got Wide receivers, uh, they feel like they've got C.D. Lamb. Uh, they 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 feel like they've got other guys there, Gallup. Um, you know that, that they can you know look at and and build this team around or build this offense around. It's a loaded wide receiver draft class again. If they really need to go out and get a guy, they'll find a guy in the draft on the cheap, based on his contract, based on the way it was structured. Not the biggest surprise in the world. It's why I brought up his name. There was no way with all the pressure and all the heat, Jerry Jones. Jones brings to that organization every single week when he does his interviews, all the other times he's making comments about the coaches or the position groups or the quarterback, et cetera, et cetera. Somebody was going to be the fall guy. And contractually, Amari Cooper made all the sense. Dallas was going to do something. This was going to be the move. And it appears it's going to happen eventually here. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Indeed. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads and you need Indeed, because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. Uh, Coming up next here on FSR, uh, it is uh, one of our show favorites. Uh, It's an opportunity to flex our negative muscles a little bit. You have been force-fed stories in the world of sports and beyond all week long. We'll tell you why they don't matter. It's yours here on Fox
0: Sports Radio. you got to have a fall guy. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball.
2: This song stinks so bad.
0: That freaking voodoo music. Easily
2: top five least favorite songs of all time. I hate that song. A little behind the scenes here. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Um, For those of you not listening, it's um, uh, Natalie Umbrella or whatever her name is. Uh, What is it? Torn. So the reason, that's her name, right? Am I making that up? Umbrella, yeah. What's her name? Is it Natalie... Uh, Umbruglia something. Umbruglia. Something. Okay. Whatever.
3: Natalie Gugliata.
2: Yeah. Okay. Very good. Uh, you guys are classy through and through. All right. So Natalie Umbruglia uh, sings this song. And the reason I, I brought it up to them before the show, and I shouldn't have done it. It's my mistake. Uh, so for those of you listening on the podcast that can't hear the song, first of all, you're the lucky one. Secondly, uh, it's uh, Torn by Natalie Umbruglia. Stop. It, so here, here's... Why I blame myself because when the Ian Rapaport report came out that Aaron Rodgers was truly torn about where he wanted to play next year, which I don't believe. I think he's gonna play in Green Bay, but you know, why not? Play with the media a little bit. Um, you know, i I said, God, it made me think of this song that I hate. i, I just can't stand this song. Nothing gets her, it's just the song that I can't I stand. And um and so of course my fault. I brought it up. I shouldn't have brought it up. And so uh, at some point, they were going to play the song to piss me off. And it worked because uh, now I'm pissed off. You planted so. the seed, Jonas. You planted <laughs> yeah, the seed great. in my
3: head and uh, you gave it some water and now
2: it yeah, grew. No, you gave it some water, okay? Well, we're both gardeners, so yeah. Okay,
3: yeah. Like our landscaping. Yeah, garden this.
2: Uh, all right, uh, coming up top of next hour, about 10 minutes from now, uh, the NFL uh, was exposed in a lie. We've got a lie involving the NFL. Uh, we will discuss that here a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, it is time for something we do every single week and it's called this.
0: There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Nah. Let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? And for that, we turn it over to our
2: executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, to find out what the hell's going on. Bersh. Yeah. Kenny Pickett
3: has small hands. Jonas, do you care?
2: <laughs> no. I don't care. This is, uh, what is he a T Rex? All of a sudden, I, mean, I don't Look get it. Look those hands. Are they small hands? It, like this is it's the whole th- the coverage of this is bizarre. And people are like, oh well, listen, uh, you know, he's got. If he were in the NFL right now, he'd have the smallest hands of any starting quarterback. All right, a couple of things. Number one, he can wear gloves, and he does. Ben Roethlisberger had big hands. He wore gloves. Tom Brady wore gloves. I mean, like, like Kurt Warner wore gloves and they just made a bad movie about him. So like, I, this idea that like, oh, he's doomed. He can't be a quality quarterback in the NFL because, uh, you know, he's got small hands. Look, what are we t- like? There's a, a difference between hands. small hands and small hands. All right. Small hands. Look, if he were a Ninja Turtle, we got a problem. We got a problem, right? If he were a parrot, I get it. His hand size is fine. He can wear gloves. And this idea, well, you know, in, in cold weather, it might be a problem. Dude, he didn't play in Dubai. He played at Pitt. You don't think he's played in extreme temperatures before? in an actual NFL
3: stadium that's where he played his games but all of a sudden his hands are too small I think it's I think it's lame next Draymond Green called Laker fans spoiled brats for booing LeBron James Jonas do you care no I, I couldn't care less listen uh, everybody gets up. upset
2: uh, yeah I mean our Laker fans spoiled maybe but you know what I gotta give yeah. them credit man they're not ball washing this team they've been a disappointment I gotta give credit to to longtime Laker fans and even some yeah. people in
3: the media are starting to be critical which is a rarity in this town next major league baseball canceled the first two series of the season due to the lockout jonas do you care
2: i don't only because there's other things going on but at some point it's going to piss me off and and just the whole pr strategy by by the owners to come out and say hey we're really close on a deal knowing that they weren't close on a deal and that when one didn't get done by the quote unquote
3: deadline it was going to make the players look bad it's just all posturing but we've seen this so many times in major league baseball next the HBO series Winning Time, detailing the Showtime Lakers debuts on Sunday night. Jonas, do you care? No, I don't care. I'm sorry.
0: I don't give a
2: rat's ass. Oh, listen, I, I just, I have no interest. Doesn't, isn't Adrian Brody, doesn't he play Pat Riley? Yes. All right. So first of all, The Pianist is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, Adrian Brody and The Pianist, phenomenal. I just can't buy him as Pat
3: Riley. I'm sorry. Next, The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson oh, as God. Batman, has released in theaters. Jonas, do you care? Uh, no. How, How gives I- a honest to
2: God? If it's so great, why are there eleven of them? Like, it, 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 have they have they remade Shawshank Redemption? There's a reason for that. It doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense.
0: Look at those hands.
2: So we've got ourselves an NFL lie exposed, caught in the act. We will get to all of that coming up here in just a couple of minutes from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Saturday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour, noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we are off and running an hour in already. And, of course, we like to start out uh, with some positive reinforcements here. You know, a lot of people like to uh, to uh, play in the uh, the negative side of the pool. Uh, we do not here. Uh, we, like to, we prefer the positive outlook on things, and we prefer the positive feedback on this show uh, because it makes us feel better here at Fox Sports Radio. And we have got uh, a ton of that, uh, a ton of positive feedback here thus far in the show, uh, like, uh, you know, a guy who writes in. Uh, quote, uh, this is from Joe, your lame bleep bleep ass is irrelevant as a host. Go back to getting fitted in your Batman outfit with your fellow losers and virgins for another bleep comic book movie nobody needs. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: so uh, that's uh, from Joe, a uh, big fan of the, uh, the program thus far. Uh, Brian writes in, you useless bleep bleep bucket, do us all a favor and permanently disappear like bleep ass MLB. Nobody cares if your hack ass tries to be sports radio, social media badass and whines about boycotting or watching anymore. Wow. Good stuff. Dan writes in. Joni, the a-hole, ball-washing Dodgers Seamhead bitch boy, will be sleeping like the bummy is in front of Dodger
1: Stadium, demanding the season to start. Uh, Jonas, Jonas, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, we we have some uh, some additional follow-up reporting from what you just said. Well, uh, do, you, do you mind if I just uh, comment on that, please? Oh, uh, of just, course. On, but then on, I have a, the
2: a tag at the end. If you don't yeah, mind. I just would like to uh, to comment on. Da- um, I think that was meant for Ryan Bershinger, the last one. Uh, The uh, sleeping in front of Dodger (laughs) Stadium.
1: Uh,
2: uh, Now, listen, uh, now, Bersh, this is where, uh, based on that insult, uh, you can give a plug for uh, the swing shift. Uh, You and Bo Benson, uh, you guys still firing those away? Are you still... uh... Oh, jeez. Is that... uh, Bersh, are you... uh, Is Ryan Bershinger there? uh... (laughs) Bershinger
3: is behind the scenes, uh, toiling away with a uh radio production related that is, task I, I understand and that, he is yeah. now walking to the studio. That is on to me. I
2: think plug it involves a letters shift. toil no, that, by the way. That, that is on me. I did I did ask bursh to put something together that takes a lot of work uh for about ten seconds of sound. Uh so bursh I apologize. I wanted to give a plug for your podcast. Swing shift with Ryan and Bo. Yeah ahead and there
3: it, it is. I so, appeared uh, on Inside the Parker with Rob Parker earlier this week. Have a- Stop
2: it all right, uh, let's go live to uh, Isaac uh-huh. Cron for I have a thought on these uh, insulting tweets to start out. Not actually Insider. a
1: thought, but this just in from the Fox Sports Radio Analytics Department. The three tweets that you just read, the Fox Sports Radio Analytics Department, has totaled and tallied up the combined number of followers that those three individuals who tweeted at you so lovingly have. Would you like to guess the combined amount of followers that they have? And this is true, by the way. This is—I'm not making—I'm not going to be making this up. Guess. Two point eight million. I—I I, sense some sarcasm there. Would you like to give a real guess? Okay.
2: One point three.
1: All right. Very good. The combined amount of followers that those three tweeters have—a whopping. Forty-one, Back yeah. to you. forty-one. Yeah, hey, yeah. you know
2: what, man? Hey, I'm not Zero. one of those uh, those people that shame you for the number of followers you have. I don't have a lot of followers. I'm not. I, I don't. I don't have a blue check mark. I'm not one of those people. I refuse to be one of
1: those people. I'm, I'm not, not shaming good. them, but I thought yeah. that it was important that we add that sort of perspective. Well, maybe
2: they'll be at forty-two. Listen, <laughs> you were at, you were at forty-one at one point, Isaac Lowencron. All right, so we don't need to. Uh, yeah, like in two thousand. I'm
1: not embarrassed. It's just context and perspective. And I was at forty-one in 2000. 2009.
2: Yeah. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. So again, uh, keep them coming at the Jonas Knox. Uh, if you uh, believe that uh, those are uh, made up, fake, whatever you want to do, uh, go check it out for yourself at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right. So let's, uh, let's get into uh, a lie that the NFL was caught in. Caught in the act. So this, this is hilarious. But this speaks to the problem with social media. This speaks to the problem. So the other night, the NFL posted some 40 times. All right. So these 40 times uh, that, that came up were the wide receivers. So you had uh, Tyquan Thornton of Baylor, Chris Olave, Christian Watson of North Dakota State, um, and Chris Olave, obviously, of Ohio State. All of them ran sub 4 All of them. I mean, Tyquan Thornton ran a 4-2-1. Fastest in the history of the Combine. Blazing speed. And it got a ton of traction. People were talking. I I started seeing it pop up on Twitter and said, I got to check this out. And literally Googled where to watch, because I wasn't watching at the time, Tyquan Thornton's 40 time. And I said, 4-2, that's Unbelievable. And there was all this noise, all this buzz, all this conversation about, man, this this fast wide receiver draft class. These guys are uh, these guys are blazing. Uh, Good for them. They're all going to get drafted. This is history, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Only to find out. Nah, not true. Unofficial results. So then why did you post them? Because after the fact, Chris Olave was closer to a 4-4. Taekwon, look, all these guys are still fast. Make no mistake. But Taequann Thornton went from fastest 40 time in the history of the combine to like a tenth of a second off. And you're thinking to yourself, well, what's the difference between a tenth of a second? Well, it's kind of a big deal, the fact that you're not giving the truth you're running with the, the unofficial results, and then after the fact, when the actual results come out, it gets less coverage. And, and and it just goes to show you all you need to do is make a splash and nobody cares about anything afterwards. Make a bunch of noise in the beginning, even if it's not quite the truth, and everybody's gonna run with that and not the actual truth. It's bizarre. Like wh- Why run with the unofficial stuff and make a big to-do and promote it? And t- because you know what you're doing. You know if you turn something into a, a little bit bigger of a deal that isn't a, as big of a deal, if you, if you lie a little bit, if you fib a little bit, if you cut a couple of corners here or there, the NFL knows it can get away with it. Because we're handcuffed to the league. They can do whatever they want and they'll get away with it. We're not we're not going anywhere. They gave you BS times and and no pun intended ran with those as history in the making. Dude, how long does it take you to get the official results? It takes you 2 hours? Like like what are we doing? Like like are you got to take it to a lab? Mix it in, you know, see, uh, okay, we need to make, like, this isn't CIA. This isn't CIS or CSI, whatever. Who cares? Uh, CSI, CIA. I mean, come on. You know, what's the difference? What? Like, what are we doing here? Like, you got to, like, you know, mix it up with some sort of a potion to find out whether or not it's the real result. Dude, it takes two hours. The NFL knows what they're doing. Hey, these are the unofficial results. But you know what? These are the fastest ever. Why don't we let those hang on social media for a little while, and then uh, we'll come back afterwards and quietly correct everybody. It's funny. I didn't hear anybody make as much noise about the official results as they did the unofficial results. And this is where we're at with with covering the NFL and covering sports. Like, one of my favorite stories of the week. This is hilarious, all right? There was a quote that went around that people actually believed. They legitimately believed this quote. It was from LeBron James. All right, Let me read you the quote, and then let me, let me read you the source afterwards. The quote is this. LeBron James talking about uh, the altercation that they had with fans, where they were yelling at fans at the Laker game behind the bench. LeBron James, in this quote, said the following, quote, There needs to be a soundproof wall or something. I would even consider having no fans in the arena. Anything that will help us players avoid these verbal altercations, I just can't take it. End quote from LeBron James. The site who reported that quote is a site called Ball Sack Sports. And the report... The reporter who reported it, his name is Dion Fibber. <laughs> and people thought that was a Never true of. quote. <laughs> like people ran with that. The guy's name is Dion Fibber. And the account is Ballsack Sports. It's a parody. It's the onion. It's like all these like Babylon B, all these made up. These aren't real, and yet the guy who posted this said, uh, "Hey, these are the comments we are getting. Like, 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 this is what we're dealing with." And the tweet he put was, "My mentions in the last in a typical hour. If you have any hope for society, you're probably best off not reading this thread." Ball sack sports. Yeah, LeBron James wants soundproof glass at games. But that's where we're at. And I guarantee you, people ran with those. It's like it's like the fake uh, accounts that will report on on stuff. Like Adam Schefter with two F's, you know? E E and Rappaport, where it's a, a lowercase L at the end of his last name, and people Like, don't you don't you think? Maybe just wait. Just like, you know, why? Why? what are we doing? Here? But the NFL knows their audience. And they know all we got to do is throw some garbage out there. Like, you know, fastest 40-yard dash times, three guys running a sub 4-3. All they got to do is throw it out there. And people are going to run with those. And not the actual true times, you know, the true stuff. They're going to run with the the false information because that's social media. And as long as they get enough clicks and enough buzz and enough attention, and it worked because I thought to myself, wait, wait, he ran what time? And I found myself searching for it. It was garbage. The whole thing was a lie. Yeah, but you know what? We're the NFL. We can get away with it. And here's the other part about all that. They're right. We're not going anywhere. They could pull this same routine later on today with the offensive lineman or whoever's working out the combine. And guess what I'm gonna do? The same exact thing I did. It's unbelievable. Ball sack sports. And people are running with that like it's an actual quote. Like, like I, I don't get it. Who, it's just I continue to be amazed at the stuff people fall for All right, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio myself included by the way uh, you can get me on Twitter at Knox at theJonasKnox, @theJonasKnox on, on Twitter by the way we are brought to you by one of our favorite cities Las Vegas the greatest arena on earth plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com and check this out This April 28th through the 30th, Vegas will be hosting the 2022 Draft. It's an event that will be unlike any other with unparalleled energy and excitement that only the greatest arena on Earth can deliver. The best part is, now through March 13th, we are giving away a trip for two to be a part of the energy and excitement. That's right. You and the lucky person of your choosing can win a trip to Las Vegas during Draft Weekend, April 28th through the 30th, sponsored by the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. The prize package includes round trip airfare to Vegas, a hotel stay on the strip, access to Fox Sports Radio's draft broadcast, and more. To enter and get rules, visit foxsportsradio.com. That's foxsportsradio.com to win a trip to Vegas during draft weekend. Uh, all right, coming up next. Um, you got to give some credit, all right? We got to give a little bit of credit. To a group of people, that some people, this is going to offend them. They don't want to do this. Uh, they're not going to want to play nice, but you got to give credit. They did something a lot of you thought wasn't possible. I'll tell you who they are right here on FSR Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up later on this hour, uh, I will call it about uh, a little, about 20 minutes from now, uh, just maybe some of the best sound you will hear all weekend. I mean, this is just appropriate. Uh, it, it is... This sums up an entire sport. So we will get to that here uh, coming up uh, later on this hour on uh, Fox sports radio. Uh, that's going to be a, a fun conversation. Also a little bit of story time, uh, here, uh, in a few minutes from now, uh, where were you when, when this, uh, moment happened in the world of sports, uh, as we get ready for, uh, for a finale of sorts. So we'll have that uh, coming up also. Uh, all right. Uh, do want to let you know, before we get into a uh, handing out some roses and bouquets here and some credit to, uh, several people involved, uh, that we are brought to you by Indeed. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads and you need Indeed, because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. So, the NFL and the uh, players uh, announced that they are suspending all COVID-19 protocols uh, about damn time. I mean... It, it was exhausting having to cover it and, and try and figure out what the plan was and the testing and the mask rules and and all the other things that come along with it. And the NFL has decided, that's it. That's a wrap. Uh, we are done with all this. Um, you know, this is, uh, you know, we get, we got to move forward. We feel comfortable about where we're at. And now we, uh, you know, we wait to see what the next season is going to be like. And to me, I think it was probably a little bit overdue. I understand the concern, the hesitation. I understand why they wanted to you know, implement all this stuff. It was big business, all of that involved. But I think now that we are, it appears that it is behind us. Now that we see that we are trying to move forward, that we've learned, all right, it's never going to go away completely. We got to, you know, adapt to it and figure out what the plan. And this isn't, you know, a COVID stance. Uh, If anybody listens to this show, I don't get into all that crap. Politics, whatever your view is on those certain things, that's your view. It's not my business. I don't care if you're vaccinated. I don't care if you're not vaccinated. I don't care. It's not my business. But when it comes to the NFL suspending the COVID-19 protocols, you got to give the NFL a little bit of credit. Now, I was critical about their lie from the uh, 40 times in the combine a couple nights ago, but you got to give the NFL some credit. And I would also throw in a couple of other groups. The UFC and the WWE deserve a lot of credit because when everything shut down a couple of years ago, which is crazy to think that it's about two years ago that it all happened, uh, coming up on, on right around two years. When everything shut down, there were three groups that said, we'll figure it out. When everybody else was, was focusing on the problem and everybody else was in panic mode and, and totally understandable because we didn't know what was going on and it was you know doom and gloom and the reports and the, all the other things that came along with it, the NFL, the UFC, and the WWE all said, we're, we're, we're moving forward. I mean, you remember when the NFL... Had their draft? Nobody believed that the NFL could put on a draft. I mean, where the players supposed to walk? Where they they just did it virtually. Remember Roger Goodell sitting in his you know uh, study, like like Roger Goodell's like office. I don't even know if that was at his home or whatever. It looked like one of the uh, looked like the, the game Clue. Like I was just I was waiting for Roger Goodell to like pull down a candle in the background and have the fireplace open up into another room. I just, it was this weird setup, like this vintage uh, board game setup that Roger Goodell had, uh, uh, like the board game Clue, and he was hosting the draft from there and they were making picks and he was, uh, you know, talking to fans who were on Zoom uh, on these small screens and he was they figured it out. They, 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 the NFL said the entire, listen, we're moving forward. We're not missing games. We're not delaying anything. We're not stopping anything. We are moving forward and we're going to figure this thing out. And they did. They absolutely did. The UFC and Dana White said, "Uh, we're putting on shows. We have a place here in Vegas. We have the UFC Apex. We can put on shows here. And if there's nobody in the crowd, there's nobody in the crowd. But we can make it happen. We have a broadcast deal. We have certain requirement, requirements we need to meet, and we're going to meet those requirements. We're putting on shows. And I heard Dana White in an interview earlier this week, I, I think it was with uh, Kevin Ioli of Yahoo, who said be, since COVID started, they've seen an increase of almost 50% of people that are now following and watching the UFC. Just because they put on events when nobody else would. Just because they had the balls to say, we will figure this out. We'll get people tested. We'll put on shows. I can remember being on the air the night before their first fight they were putting on. They were putting on a fight, I believe it was in Jacksonville. And I remember a guy who was set to fight the next day tested positive for for COVID. Jacare Souza. Tested positive for COVID and somebody in his camp tested positive. They isolated. Him, they got him out. And I remember the pushback from people in the media was, this is why this is reckless. This is why this is dangerous. This is why this is a problem. And I said on the air, they'll figure it out. The event is going to go on. I mean, you, you, you can't live in fear forever. Everybody else that they've tested Has all been negative. And the point of testing people was to try and find out who had COVID and who was going to be a danger to everybody else. They identified one, they got him out, nobody else got it. The event went on, and the rest was history. Almost a 50% increase in their viewership, their fans of the sport, of their company, because Dana White had the balls to put on shows when nobody else would. He had a solution. He figured it out. The WWE, they put on live programming twice a week. They've been doing it for 30 years. Never missed a show. Never missed one. Now, it was an empty building. It didn't look the same. They had a WrestleMania with a lot of taped segments and an empty building and no fans. And, uh, but they figured it out. It's not ideal, but it's what we got to work with. Just like the NFL draft virtually wasn't ideal, but it's what you got to work with. There were a lot of people, and no fault of theirs, that just said, "Uh, we got nothing. Remember the Big Ten? Remember the Pac-12? I mean, I would also lump in the SEC, the Big 12. Like Those conferences were like, hey, man, we're putting on games. I remember doing a show with Bucky Brooks... We, we worked together on Saturdays here for, for a couple of years. Great guy. Had a blast. And I remember doing a show with Bucky Brooks, and he was like, listen, I grew up in the South. He's like, Jonas, you covered college football in the South. Not only is the SEC and our games going to be played in the South, but there's going to be people at the games. Called his shot. 100% correct. Was it to full capacity? No. No. But at the time, if you were to say during all the panic, oh, nobody wants to do anything. Don't worry about it. NBA shutdown. Don't worry about it. Um, Games are going to happen in the South and there's going to be fans there. Oh, no, no, no. That's reckless. And it happened. So like now that we see that the NFL is moving forward and the protocols are going bye bye, you got to give some credit, man. They figured it out. While everybody else was jumping the gun and saying, no, we're not putting anything on, and we're not having games, and we're not doing this, and we need a... The NFL didn't. They figured it out. We're having a draft. We're having free agency. We're having camps. If we have to meet virtually, we'll meet virtually as a team. We're having games. If no fans are going to be there, it sucks, but we're having them. And they did. And ended up with a Super Bowl that had thirty to 40,000 people or whatever it was in the stadium. Nobody thought that was going to happen. They thought the NFL was crazy. The UFC said, we're putting on shows. No, no, no. This is too dangerous. Like, first of all, that was the, the most hilarious part about all that. Like, you think fighters are scared of COVID? Like, majority of fighters? You think they're worried? You're putting these fighters in danger? First of all. Those guys need to pay their bills. So, of course, they were going to fight. And gals. Secondly, they make their living putting their shin in the side of somebody's ribs. Okay? Like, elbowing somebody's eye socket until it bleeds. You, you think they're worried about taking a test for COVID when they know if they test positive, they'll be isolated and treated and taken care of? No. The WWE said, hey, we got a WrestleMania coming up. It was supposed to be at Raymond James Stadium. We were going to have 80,000 people there. That's not happening. We'll do it in our building. And they did. And you're seeing all those leagues, the UFC, Uh, The NFL, WWE, all flourishing after the fact because they had the guts to, instead of focusing on the problem, they focused on the solution, and you got to give them credit. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at theJonasKnox, at theJonasKnox on Twitter, Uh, and you can uh, hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Coming up next here, a little trip down memory lane, a great sports moment uh, as we embark on a finale of sorts. We'll have that for you here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports... Ladies and gentlemen, high atop the mountain of sports talk radio royalty sits a man on his throne. He is a guy you hear call football, basketball. He is the number one rated bench press update anchor in the history of sports talk radio uh, as confirmed earlier on this show. Uh, I present to you the one, the
1: only Sir Isaac Lohencron. Actually, number one in squats, too. That's a good point. So it's kind I a forgot a about squats. Dual Sorry about I know it's a very underrated exercise. Jonas, we begin. Thank you with a developing story, particularly notable given the situation in the world right now. American women's basketball star Brittany Griner is presently in custody in Russia after hashish oil was allegedly found in her luggage at a Moscow airport. Griner, who is a two-time Olympic gold medalist and a seven-time WNBA all-star, plays professionally in Russia during the WNBA offseason. Now, a short time ago, USA Basketball issued the following statement, quote, USA Basketball is aware of and closely monitoring the legal situation facing Brittany Griner in Russia. Brittany has always handle- handled herself with the utterance professionalism during her long tenure with USA Basketball and her safety and well-being are our primary concerns. The Phoenix Mercury, Griner's team in the WNBA just issued a statement as well, reading, quote, We are aware of and are closely monitoring the situation with Brittany Griner in Russia. We remain in constant contact with her family, her representation, the WNBA and NBA. We love and support Brittany, and at this time, our main concern is her safety, physical and mental health, and her safe return home. Unquote. One additional detail, five-time WNBA All-Star Angel McCotry posted on Instagram that Griner has been in custody for 3 weeks and yet this is only coming out now publicly but again she posted on Instagram saying that Griner has been in custody for 3 weeks in Russia. Ian um, Rappaport Isaac, Yeah, go I, ahead. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. Hey, it's I your sh- a, a, a it's your it's your show. Okay, but I don't want to, you know, interrupt. You keep you. forgetting um, that it's your show. You're it, big. It you're you're it not you're not you're not some warm-up,
2: please. Uh I had my niece give me a birthday card one time. She put an extra S on the end of my first name i'm not making that up well,
1: that's maybe a true that, story maybe that was sure uh, maybe that was an opinion maybe it yeah. wasn't actually a spelling error or maybe uh, she was just making a comment about your personality I, that's a true i swear to god on that story by the way here here's my question for you: what is hashish oil is that like cooking oil uh i think so hashish i'm not really a narcotics expert Okay, I, as, I got you. As you, can, as you can tell right now, what I'm doing is actually vamping so I can Google it. Right. Hashish, it, it's oh, yeah, it's good. in the let's cannabis marijuana oh, family. Okay, let's go live God, to geez. our... I am up to speed on my
3: narcotics
1: insider, Iowa Sam, for the latest. Sam? Of all people, Iowa <laughs> Sam, I wouldn't uh, anticipate he was the oh, one who...
3: Hashish! Um, no, so I think uh, it's the oil of, like, the flour it has been condensed. Is that... with that... Would that be a suitable definition, Ryan what? Bershinger? I mean, what? the flower being a marijuana flower. Yes, it's condensed okay, uh, THC. It's Wait gone. a
2: minute, Jonas. I, I, we're, I, didn't, know, I didn't know if we were on, talking Jonas, about, hi- I, didn't we were talking about I didn't know if we were talking about a hibiscus.
1: I was so. Thank you for clearing that up, Wait, Ryan. we're be- we're bearing the lead here, Jonas, because Ryan and Iowa Sam are the most innocent-looking, unassuming guys, and yet it turns out we've got Breaking Bad Part Two in the control room over oh, here. Oh yeah, come
3: was, on, you didn't know that, guys. I I went to Cal State Northridge. All right, I know. These things it's season. sea sun actually <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: that's right. it, it, it is sea yeah you know how many times ryan bershinger has taken that uh that hippie lettuce stroll over to the uh, buffalo wild wings uh or uh you know some of those other uh you know wood ranch uh, over uh next to the uh northridge mall after he uh was tickling God-
0: on tickling-,
2: tickling god's feet so to speak come on isaac i don't even get that last analogy
1: Oh, okay. I got it now. Very good. I've never heard that one before. Okay. You were saying. Walking the the Green Wolf. Yes. So you were saying.
2: It's not surprising when it comes to Ryan Bershinger. All right. Okay. Just saying, man.
1: But, But you were saying. Uh nothing. I wasn't
2: saying anything. No, you asked about the substance. Oh, yeah, just uh, hashish, whatever it is. Hashish.
1: Hash. Hash oil. Okay. Okay. Neat. So, yeah, so that's again a story that uh, is developing in real time and uh, we'll definitely continue to focus on. In the NFL, Ian Rappaport of NFL Media reports that Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers truly torn on where he wants to play in 2022 and that he is going back and forth on what he wants. Best finish in the NBA Friday night, the Suns. Cam Johnson. Phoenix was trailing the Knicks in the final seconds, 114 to 112. Here's the great Mike Breen on MSG.
0: Misses. Rebound deflected, picked up by Bridges. Here comes Payne. Payne back to Johnson. Johnson a three-pointer. Get oh, he banks it in at the ball.
1: the final score Jonas back to you Thank you, Isaac. Uh, Jonas
2: Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, by the way, uh, we are brought to you by Indeed. Hiring, heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed, whose resumes match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. All right, so I wanted to, uh, to get to this story. Uh, we will g- I want to tease that because I'm all about the clock. You know, I'm a formatics guy you know, radio broadcast professionals. So I want to make sure we have enough time here. All right, so uh, get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, a um, couple of things we need to get to. Sound that you must hear. It is the most brilliant audio of the entire sports weekend, plus a trip down memory lane as we stare into the eyes of a goodbye. We'll get into that for you right here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Um, Coming up, top of next hour, about 15 minutes from now, it's going to be another edition of Up on Game. LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada, Plaxico Burris will all be here. Uh, always a good listen. So make sure you uh, you hang out, uh, and uh, those guys will uh, uh, keep you company for a couple hours here on a busy Saturday uh, in the world of sports and beyond. Uh, apparently, before we get into these um, uh, this discussion, I wanted to have about a uh, a finale and also uh, some of the uh, most brilliant sound you will hear all weekend long in the world of sports. Uh, I must uh, own up to something. Uh, apparently, I'm like. Uh, uh, the uh, the most Amish person on sports talk radio because we were having this discussion about uh, Brittany Griner uh, of the WNBA who got. Uh She's been detained in Russia, Uh, you know, a women's basketball player, uh, had a really good career. She's been detained in Russia because she had hashish oil. Uh, I didn't know what hashish oil was. I didn't know if you cooked with it, uh, if it was something you you put on your hair, if it was a little uh, uh, breezy out or a little bit humid out, and you wanted to make sure that uh, you didn't have any issues whatsoever. Uh, But apparently, uh, I have been living under a rock. Uh, I am Amish because... um, I didn't know what it was, but Ryan Bershinger, the executive producer, knew what it was. Iowa Sam, the technical producer, knew what it was. And now Arnie Spanier, a Fox Sports radio legend, uh, apparently knows what uh, hashish oil is. So he just sent me uh, about five or six different links uh, to where I can find out and do some more uh, research on hashish oil. uh, So I can get, uh, you know, no pun intended, up on some game when it comes to uh, a little bit of the hippie lettuce. So there's that. Uh, I I don't know. Look, I, I I don't know what to tell you. All right, I'm sorry. I I don't. I it's not my thing. The uh, old okay. man grabbed me and said, "Hey, smoke up, Johnny." Yeah, not me. <laughs> I just, not my thing. Sorry. You know, I, I didn't I didn't kick hacky sacks. You know, I, I just you know I I didn't hug trees and smoke pot. Just wasn't my thing. I don't know. Not trying to judge. Just you know, I don't know what his sheesh oil is. All right. Want to let you know we are brought to you by Indeed. Hiring heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed whose resumes match your job description. Visit Indeed.com/slash/credit. If you missed any of this show, we are going to have the podcast up shortly after uh, at uh, FoxSportsRadio.com. I will tweet out the link to that, and you can check it out uh, at the Jonas. Knox on Twitter. Uh, all right. Speaking of smoking, for some reason, whenever I think about Coach K and I think about Duke, North Carolina, this is the first thing that comes to mind. Now, I, I grew up watching Duke basketball. I lo- college basketball was my favorite sport. So when you think about all the legendary Coach K Duke moments, you think about you know, Hill to Leitner. Uh, you think about the national championships, I think about the Duke, North Carolina game where Jeff Capel hit, hit the half court buzzer, but Duke still lost in overtime, like all I mean, legendary, legendary moments, all the heartbreak losing to Arkansas, losing to Kentucky and in, uh, in, in the tournament, like all, I think about all that stuff. But for some reason, the, the one thing that comes to mind as we get ready for Coach K's home finale of his illustrious career, one of the great coaches in all of sports to ever do it, and he's playing and, and playing host to North Carolina later on to, uh, today or tonight. The first thing that comes to mind, I remember going to a bar. I, I think I maybe had just turned 21. I might not have been 21 now that I think about it, but never mind all that. Uh, but I ended up uh, going to a bar because I wanted to watch a North Carolina Duke game. I had no work that day. It was well before I was in sports radio or nothing like that. And I wanted to watch the Duke, North Carolina game. And I go to this local bar, and it was a dump and a half near my house. And I remember sitting up there at the bar, ordering a beer watching Duke North Carolina looking on the bar top seeing a no smoking sign and then looking to the right and seeing some guy puffing away on a heater and I just thought to myself I gotta go (laughs) I just just, uh, something tells me this isn't the spot for me and thus I ended up uh, finishing the game uh, at home and I believe it was another buzzer beater performance between those two teams which is you know par for the course All right, so uh, let's get into uh, this is the most brilliant sound there's a UFC event coming up later on tonight Uh, I love the UFC Uh, been following the UFC in boxing for years and years and years and years so this is my thing everybody's got something this is mine It's a Jorge Masvidal versus Colby Covington in the main event. These two guys used to be roommates. They used to be really good friends. Now they've had a falling out. They can't stand each other. Uh, And so it is legitimate bad blood. This isn't just, you know, an act. It's not fake, legitimate bad blood. So yesterday at the ceremonial weigh-ins, Jorge Masvidal was talking trash about Colby Covington and see if you can spot in this sound the transition from trash talk to my lord and savior. And tell me how smooth this is from Jorge Masvidal as he's hyping up his fight with Kobe Covington yesterday.
0: This guy's a bitch and I can't wait to prove it to them all. Bitch. And you got that mad herpes, you bitch. Sniffing ass bitch. And thank God, thank everybody for coming out, <laughs> even if you cheer for this charlatan.
2: It's the most brilliant thing I've ever heard. So... He literally calls the guy a bitch multiple times over, uses multiple F-bombs, claims the guy has herpes, but then remembers at the very end to thank his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and thank God. Uh, listen to it one more time. The most brilliant sound you'll hear all sports weekend.
0: This guy's a bitch, and I can't wait to prove it tomorrow. Bitch, and you got that mad herpes, you Bitch. Niffin-ass bitch and thank god thank everybody for coming out even if you cheer for this charlatan it's
2: brilliant absolutely brilliant a uh, fun show thanks to ilo thanks to iowa sam and ryan bershinger i'm jonas knox appreciate you hanging out with us here up on game is next
0: jonas son of a bitch